I can't believe how bad you fucked up. I can't either. We were in the middle of a riveting conversation. That's the only reason why I fucked up. Normally, I pay attention to the audio and how it's recording. But Whether I, or not they're... I was captivated. I was engrossed in our conversation. I didn't even notice that we so... spent an hour, <laughs> an hour talking without recording. So for those of you... Uh... On Patreon. Yeah, and YouTube. This week, I'm going to put this up. It'll be on YouTube this week. Welcome, you Dr. Donna Dirties. I mean, listen, you guys, this episode is amazing because we have an expert who, like, changed the recourse, what do you call it? The path of our relationship in a few short questions. Let's not get carried away. The course of our lives will never be the same. And the more than we talk with Dr. Donna, the better... Everyone will be. Any relationship, when you're communicating with your husband, it's like talking to an alien, you know? If there's ever a crucial reminder that men are from Mars. And bitches are crazy. And women are from (laughs) Venus. Yeah. So, yes, I was supposed to be recording the pod. So we recorded literally an, an hour worth of really, really, really good stuff. If you're in a Except relationship, it wasn't recording. No, but it was the, it was video on our recorded. Phones, yeah. yeah, it was video recorded. So there's video for it. So the video we're gonna put up on Patreon and we're gonna put it up on YouTube as well, so that anybody can get to watch it that listens to Trust all the dirties me, can you watch guys, it. You will definitely wanna go. It was good stuff. You don't want to miss this. It was good stuff. So you, when you have some time, check it out. It will be up on YouTube some point this week. We'll let we'll announce on social. So when it's up there, but it will be up there at some point this week. And Tommy, that you're not even like super into therapy. That's not true. That's not true. I'm a big proponent of therapy. I just don't think that just because someone's a therapist makes them qualified to, to, to tell you what to do. Very true. I, I think that there are good therapists and there are bad therapists. Just Very like there's, true. There's good garbage men and there's bad garbage men. You know what I mean? So I don't think that... Or doctors. Yeah, you know, She's but it's, di- it's different. Like we discussed on the pod. You or know, if, humans. If you, if you break a bone, if you break your arm... Every doctor is going to kind of set it the same way. They're going to do the same things. They're going to do the x-ray. They're going to do the cast. All that's going to be pretty boilerplate. But when it comes to fucking with someone's head or, you know, getting the inner workings of the mind, they... That's each, a more rare connection. Yeah. So it's... Yeah. It, it's, so you're talking about vibing with a an effective doctor, yeah. therapist. And, and listen, they could be effective for someone else and not effective for you. Totally. Or they could just be a fucking crackpot. We've had that. Or she said, even Dr. Donna said, or you could just be trying to talk to someone about something at the wrong time. That too. So what she did, what we did was after Tommy discovered that half this episode is going to go up only on video because that's all we have it on, just video. And then part two is going to be here today now yeah. with Dr. Donna. So, um, but before we get to that, I think that the inquiring minds want to know how you feel about the Vanderpump dump. Oh my God. That was okay. So Friday, it all hit the airwaves. I was at work. This is like one of those things where like, where were you when OJ Simpson was <laughs> no one, no one driving down 405 no South in that white Bronco? I mean, when I posted my announcement about going to the agency, which I think was last week, I got a lot of people chiming in and saying congratulations, which made me feel great, um, including Andy. But then when it comes to an affair and cheating and your friends, it's like what happened on Friday not only affected Tom Sandoval, douchebag, dirty, narcissist, self-involved, selfish pussy. 
Okay. <laughs> okay. Hey now. Not only affects him, but also, and obviously his girlfriend of nine years that he lives with and owns a house with, Ariana, which Ariana Maddox, shout out to you. I love her brother. She's just good people. But it also affects the whole friend group, Sheena and Katie. They're like a family of friends. Mm. So what happened, if you guys, just in case there's someone that doesn't know about VPR, motherfucking Bambi-eyed bitch, a phrase coined by our girl Lala, this Raquel Levy that yeah, that, but, that but Nima took as his date to Hannah Burner's wedding. Two things. First off, that broad Lala cheated with the guy Kennedy too. No, when they were like, no. so that's a little pot calling. No, let's let's get into Let, that. It's right. a little pot calling kettle black. No, but it's not. But, all right, I'll whatever. tell you why. I'll tell you why. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, where I, do you listen again? I don't one? care. I don't care. No, no you no, can't put goal. it in there and then not but let that, me I'm clarify. Just, I, I, and listen, I don't know. I'm just telling you shit that I've read. So when I read that, it was like, whoa, wait, she did what? And why she, you know what I mean? Like, you should probably just stay out of it. If you cheated with anybody ever on the show, then you should probably just not throw your two cents in. But the other bro that you're talking about, and I, I don't want people to get mad at me. Okay. But You met her. Yes. At and the that's, wedding. I, and she's fucking dumb as a box of rocks, bro. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, she's... Or in your opinion. It's not a fucking opinion, bro. You know what I mean? Like, Shams would beat her in a spelling bee, dude. Ooh. She's not bright at all. And I don't even know how that plays into it, but I just know for me it was it was difficult because like like it was talking to a paper bag in a breeze. You know what I mean? It was uh, you know. All right. So last May, me and Tommy were invited to Hannah Burner's wedding to Desi Bishop. We stayed in the same hotel with Sheena, Brock, and Nima. And Nima decided who should I bring, and he decided last minute to make uh, Raquel his date. Which I'm surprised because Nima's so, an intellectual guy. Nima's not. He's, he's not no, interested in anyone's brain, but, honey. But he's not. Okay, then maybe that's it because he's not a dumb dude. You know what I mean? He and was, at the end of the day, you still got to sit with them. You still got to go to dinner. You still got to fucking spend like after you fuck. It's not just you can't just sit. Let's do finger puppets. You know what I mean? Like you still have to have conversation with people. And like he's not a dumb guy. He's a smart guy, Nima, and he's actually a great conversationalist. I just don't know how that transpired. Like it seemed weird to me then in the moment. Well, because it's a group thing. Like Nima was going to the wedding with you and me and Sheena and Brock, so his date could have been anybody. He wasn't yeah. planning on spending along. He wasn't going on a solo trip with a girl. And when she flew in, she flew in with Sheena because... And she, do, she does seem thirsty. She does seem... She, she did was seem, very opportunistic. She does, she does seem thirsty. She did seem thirsty. Yeah, she was super opportunistic. And if you thought... So, like, I'm always afraid because people are going to think I'm a bitch if I have an opinion that's not positive. So I try to hold it, you know? I try to... Yeah, you're known for that. <laughs> what? About holding my opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Biting your tongue. If I, My point <laughs> is that if I saw Raquel and, and I thought... Is she thirsty? And I would think to myself, or just be nice. Just don't say anything. Just try and see the positive. Just like leave her alone. She's on a fucking And it was show. a positive setting. You yeah. know what I mean? You're going to a wedding. Everybody's there to have a good time. We had no shams. It was, so it's not like you're, you're looking for faults. I'm just saying like, oh wow, she's not fucking, you know, for me, that's a big deal. Like, I don't care what a girl looks like. I really don't, especially the older I get. And I've told you about this. We've talked about this with my brother, Sean. Sean dates girls like half his age. I don't know how the fuck he does it. Like, I don't know how to talk to her. There's nothing that, that we don't have a line of communication. Then what are we doing? You know? And it's like, that's all I'm thinking with that. Like everyone... People could talk about how pretty this girl so-called is, but it's like, yeah, but 
There's nothing behind it, bro. Well, so I got to get back to this Lala and James Kennedy. Oh, they yeah. were... When, and again, I really don't know about that. I just know what I read. When they were both single, they hooked up. So when, when, when she got to L.A. in the first place and she landed on Vanderpump Rules and working at Sir, and I think that she may not have ever legitimately worked at at Sir, she might have actually, I think she might have legit got a job as a hostess there and um, quickly asked to participate in the show. But James Kennedy was single. She was single. So when they hooked up, they were both single. Why did I see contrary to that because, 20 places online? Because what then happened was when they were both in the beginning stages of meeting Randall and Raquel. And there's always that beginning stage before you're a thing. Where you can still be fucking other people? Where you could still, you're not official. Oh, you're okay. not, what is it called when you're just seeing just one person? Exclusive. Yes. Okay. So before they were exclusive, but they had already met. Okay. Okay. So there is a difference because even you joke about the fact that I kissed some guy after you and I had already met face to face. Yeah. And so... That's that. Now, the thing with all of this is that Ariana was faithful to Tom Sandoval. And Tom Sandoval and Ariana made out at Coachella. But because Tom and Tom have the first same first name, the rumor started that Tom Schwartz and Raquel made out. And instead of Tom Schwartz, like I saw him face to face and asked him about it in real time when it all happened during the last Coachella, Tom Schwartz just looked at me and kind of like gave me like a smile and like a turned his head down and kind of looked away and kind of like, look, I wasn't at Coachella, but all along knowing Tom Sandoval was the guy mm. he covered up for him. Was well, his their partners, their best, you know what I mean? What do you think he's going to throw him under the bus to you? No, okay. I don't think that he's going to throw him under the bus to me. But all these months, we've been thinking. He didn't lie. He didn't. He was he just coy lie. about it. He was coy about I'm it. I'm not finding fault in Schwartz. Yeah. I'm just saying no, that. That guy seems like a nice guy. He's I've a really met, many I've met, times. I've met both of those guys. You not have. many times, but I've met both those guys. And that guy seems like a nice guy. Seems like a genuine guy. The other guy, not to say one way, he just seems very full of himself. He seems to think that he's a fucking real big star. And I don't like anybody on these reality shows who think that they're fucking real big stars. Because you're not. And most of them don't really have a bunch of talent outside of being on a fucking show to cause drama amongst their friends. Like, you never have this rock band and they would never have shows with if, an orchestra. If you weren't on the show, with a you know what I mean. Like if you if if you remove that, knowing five years from now you're not touring, bro. Yeah, I Take mean, it down a notch. when when Tom Sandoval was just a guy that was cocky, fine. Be cocky. There's 31 flavors of ice cream, yes, right? Yes. So, yeah, but, and, and you're right, and you're right, right? Like if if he's like a self-important guy, or he's cocky, or he wants to spend his money he's on. He's not a, the only person in Hollywood I've met that's cocky. You know right. What I mean? And a lot of them aren't on TV, so you're right. 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 But the moment that you're actually fucking another girl that your girlfriend, wife of 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 what is it called when you're in living together and cohabitating? Um, and the one that they say like you're not married but you are domestic by, partnership? It's the one that like legally in court domestic like domestic partnership. A commonwealth marriage. Yeah. 
I'm grateful for my wife. I'm grateful for my son. I'm grateful that everybody is healthy. I'm grateful for my sleep apnea surgery. Yeah, I'm grateful to have the surgery this week. I'm grateful for Dr. Donna. Tom Sandoval and Ariana were together for nine years and lived together and own a home together and were and she was faithful to him. Tom having a seven month long affair is fucked up. It's a long time. With the too. same circle that you hang out with, that you film with, that you travel with. He allegedly, okay, fucked Raquel while Ariana was sleeping in the other room, walked in and said, what are you doing coming out of Raquel's room? Because she spent the night and crashed at their house. And she said, oh, I was giving her water. At 4 a.m., you were giving her water? Tommy, if you fucking walk out (laughs) of the fucking guest room at four in the morning when to give her water when there is someone there ariana had not, not suspect- even, you could go get water you know what i mean like it's not like you yeah. can't walk and get fucking water you know what i'm saying like uh-huh. it's like that's a little that's a little crazy and they both had these like matching snake necklaces or some kind of matchy no, match li- lightning bolts lightning bolt yeah it looked like a snake i saw, I saw a picture of that because that's what they are two snakes. two snakes she's a thirsty social climbing snake so there's multiple I'm surprised she could keep it quiet because like I said and again I don't want to denigrate her but she just didn't seem to like like this is something that you have to have some guile to yes. to pull this type of deal off for this long without as you said this type of social circle that they're in when nobody's catching wind these shows are an incubator of you trying to fucking find shit out on people on the show. It's yeah. just how they're built. Yeah. You try, you're looking for the drama. So people's antennas are up. Some of them are actual real friends. Some of them are friend, frenemies, right? That yeah. are looking to fucking... So the fact that they were able to pull this type of thing off for as long as they were is devious for one, but there's there does has to be some sort of smarts. It's being a, you know, it's a, it's be, and I'm surprised she has it. I'm just... Well, the betrayal is on so many levels because... Because Tom Sandoval is friends with James Kennedy. They work together. James Kennedy shows up to his band performances. But what so, does that mean? He's he's with her? James Kennedy's with James her? Kennedy and Raquel were engaged. Oh, okay. So Tom Sandoval is not only betraying his girl, Ariana Maddox, but also his friend, James Kennedy, who they were together and engaged for a very long time. Okay. That's how Raquel came onto the show okay. because she started dating James Kennedy, gotcha. which is another reason why people think she's thirsty. So she found it, even though they broke up, she still landed her spot on Vanderpump Rules. And now she started to have a rumor that she wants to fucking hook up with Tom Schwartz. Okay. Well, yeah, I mean, listen, I think you just laid out why this all went down then. Because, again, why else is she still there? Because she's not fuck. I'm sure she's not, doesn't have the great one-liners. I'm sure she's not fucking. So, like, how do I how do I keep here? How do I stay in the room? Yeah. I'm not engaged to this guy anymore. I'm attractive. Okay, sure, but how else? You know, all right, let me bang one of the guys. Let me, let me, let me take some Richard from Tom. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, like, our, like, how would you feel? Ariana and her hung out a lot I together. Bet. They I traveled you said they slept over our together. House. Yeah. yeah. So that'd be crazy. So, and the way that Ariana found out was that Tom Sandoval's phone had some explicit videos on it that Raquel had sent. So she found out, and at the end of his performance, live on stage on Wednesday night, she confronted him. And it wasn't during the show, but it was publicly in a public place in real time as it happened and good for her like nobody should i'm more mad than anybody else at 
at Tom Sandoval. He should know better. She's a 27 year old girl, make mistakes, be a bitch. You're on an island, Raquel, and I hope that she stays on an island because I know sure as shit, Sheena's not going to fuck with her anymore. And she, Sheena rode for her for Raquel for a very long time because Sheena always rides for the underdog and she was Sheena has been the underdog in the dynamic of this group for many years with Stasi Schroeder you know singling out Sheena and Katie Maloney didn't like Sheena and kind of put her in her corner so now Sheena has lost a big you know has a loss in this has a stake in this too you know, I mean, everyone is being affected. It's a domino effect of trash, selfish, garbage, social climbing crap. And the karma is going to fucking torch their souls. <laughs> you heard that, kids? All right, so... <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. listen, it's still going to unfold. Do you know that I'm, uh, Andy Cohen is having an emergency Watch What Happens Live with Lisa Vanderpump? Oh, man. He's like, oh, my God, please come wow. so we can figure this out. And I think that Katie was already planning to come back. And, I mean, everyone's going to be talking about it. So the conversation is going to continue. Uh, I, I don't know how we're going to sleep. I don't know how we're going to live, <laughs> you know. But in the meantime, we do have Dr. Donna, and we're going to get Dr. Not Do in the meantime. So, uh. No. Hopefully something we'll do often from now on is have someone that is going to, like an expert. It was just great having her. It was really great having her. Yeah, it was good. It was good. But, you know, without further ado, we'll bring in, we're going to have Dr. Donna and you guys could listen in full. And I think that you're going to really enjoy what goes down. Yeah. The last thing I'm going to say is that you guys, anyone that's having the kind of trouble with communication that me and Tommy had, the reason why I'm really excited for this episode and of course the portion that's going to be on YouTube and Patreon is because she asked us questions that was a straight line. It wasn't like you have to delve into your soul of your childhood. She sat with us and she said, Tommy. For what my wife's talking about right now, you're going to need to have to watch the, the video because of course. That's, that type of stuff is really on the video. The interview that we do with Dr. Donna, Dr. Donna, I'm sorry, is really more about her, the retreat that she has coming on, yes. some of the other things that she's done, which is all great stuff. Yeah. But as far as like sitting in for a therapy session with my wife and I, you're going to have to watch that on the video because that's really all the uh, that that will all be on the youtube and like i said it'll be on the patreon as well and just one last question tommy as a man did you feel like you were pleasantly surprised by how effective she was in asking us just a couple of questions to helping us communicate well no let me put it this way i think as a man a lot of times the man is closed-minded to the therapy and i think more often than not they're the ones that need to go because a lot of times you want to call it a referee, you want to call it a judge, you want to call it... Sometimes you just need a third person in the room to kind of, yeah. you know, so that the emotions aren't there. Someone that could just kind of, you know, because you're emotional, she's emotional, so it's just... And then everybody, you know, puts their, their brave face on mm -hmm. where you kind of have a, uh, you know, the therapist, if they're good, can diffuse that mm -hmm. and kind of just let everybody say things without real judgment and everybody could get their voice across. And, you know, I think and course that, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, Cause that was the thing. Like me and you definitely need a lot of help just learning how to communicate. And I just appreciate, but it's not just me and you. I think that any, you know, most, most couples out there do. Yes. I think that, you know, 
Uh, sure, there's some that uh, we've been married 40 years, never a fight. All right, you're the cool. You know what I mean? You're the fucking, you're <laughs> the minority. Yeah. You know what I mean? And listen, they exist. I'm Good not saying them. that they don't. They, God bless. Yeah. But, but you're not the measuring stick. When your mother was talking about Terry and Richie, they, they never had a fight. They're the worst example for marriage. But Richie and Terry have had a fight or two. I've been there. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? But yeah, like. Or Carrie and Jim. Yes. Terry O'Grady and Jim, they've never raised their voices in their yeah. entire relationship. Yeah. So like, yeah, I think you get, it's hard to compare yourself to that, right? It's like, you know, comparing yourself to Michael Jordan shooting jump shots. I'm not there, dude. I'm never going to get there. So let me let me compare myself more to the person that's on my level. Yeah, you know like I mean? most people. Yes, and, more of my peer. And because so many couples are going to have like this thing where like, I'll walk into Tommy's office and I'll say, hey, Tommy, like, can we put the firewood over on the side of the house? And you'll be like, babe, not now. And I'm like, I didn't say now. God, why did you have to snap at me? What? I'm in the middle of something. Why can't you respect that I'm in the middle of something? What? No, I didn't tell you to do it now. And so goes that cycle. So what you and I need is somebody to be like, okay, she didn't say now. And then he's like, well, I heard right now. And then it's like, the, you know, one of us says, I feel diminished. I feel demeaned. I feel I'm like I'm not being respected. I feel like I don't feel appreciated. It's like, but what you hear and what somebody said are two different things. So I just love that she's helping us separate the two things so that you and I can fucking get along, you know, and not piss each other off and step on each other's toes for the rest of our lives. So that if I know that like the rest of our life can go smoother because we learned a couple of quick tips, that's what is amazing about her. She goes right in to the belly of the shark and gave us some awareness about simple everyday communication. So without further ado, Dr. Donna. Today, we are so lucky and excited to have Dr. Donna Dannenfelser. Thank you. Here, welcome to our show. This is going to be a great episode. Absolutely. <laughs> so Dr. Donna, you worked with the NFL. You are always like you, everyone who listens to us and also Jeff Lewis Live, you're often a mm -hmm. guest or co-host on Jeff Lewis Live. Yes. You had your own TV show that you executive produced called Necessary Roughness. Mm -hmm. And you were the author of a book that I own, and I should probably get several copies to give to anyone <laughs> who I care about, called Game On. Yeah. So thank you. Welcome to our podcast, Till the Dirt. Tommy, hello. Hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> well, we might as well tell everybody what happened. No, it's fine. Uh <laughs> What, what kind of doctor are you? Okay, so I'm a psychotherapist. Okay. Okay, and it's it's talk therapy. Can you prescribe meds? No, that's a, that's a psychiatrist. That's a psychiatrist. I know. Psychiatrist. Psychotherapists, they provide talk therapy. I do it differently. Um, you come into a program with me as opposed to you just go see a therapist and every week you'll go back and back and back. Um, I have programs of five sessions so that you know you're going to do five sessions and then if you're done, you're done. If not, then you get another package, another package. And it's also more of an objective conversation that I have with my clients as opposed to traditional therapy, which is more in the line of you talk and then the therapist reflects you talk and then the therapist reflects that's traditional psychotherapy now could you do your therapy through zoom like I do, yes. Okay. No, well, because of the pandemic, it all became telehealth. Okay. Um, and so, actually, I have clients from around the world. I was just going to ask yeah. that, too. Sometimes mm -hmm. you can't cross yes. over state. Okay, so, yeah. So, if yeah. you're out there and you need a therapist, hit Dr. Donner up. 
<laughs> well, I like that when Dr. Donna described it and said, when you start therapy, you don't know when it's going to end. And that's why when she has the approach of get five sessions and mm -hmm. when you're done, you could decide to move on and that people continuously renew mm -hmm. because we want to live in our highest consciousness, mm -hmm. our highest selves. Yes. We want self-awareness. Yes. And what Tommy and I, and I'm sure all of the people who listen want to improve how we communicate and how we show up for other people. Yeah. And you know, traditional therapy does not provide practical step-by-step -step methods and tools to live in your best version of self. Okay. It's more, t we're talking and regurgitating and talking with eudaimonia therapy. You actually get practical methods and tools to use when you're feeling anxious, to use when you're in fear, to use when you, you don't know how to get to the next step. So you're walking away with things that you can actually use to step into the best version of self. So Which it's a is a different type of therapy. And that's what we need because... And there's yeah. a perpetual state of therapy that like if you don't have an end to it, like if you do, I feel like it's a better way than we'll just see you again next week yeah. because sometimes you don't know if there's progress being made, you know? It's true. It's five. It, the sessions are, are designed for you. You, you come in with your issues and then there's these methods and tools are always the same, but how I will deliver them to you will be dependent on where you are right now. Gotcha. I think that over the last four or five years, wait, how long has it been since pandemic? Last three years? Uh, 2020. We're 23 okay. now, so yeah. 20, so yeah, a couple all right, of years. All right, so, so after the, over the last three years, I think that we all want to take our lives to the next level. We don't want to, not that we didn't want to before, but mm -hmm. just that I've learned that we're, we're with ourselves a lot more. When you're on lockdown, on quarantine, yes, we have been with ourselves mm -hmm. more than ever. Mm -hmm. All the distractions went away. The malls were closed. You know, mm -hmm. everything became mm -hmm. more inward. And so when I'm around, I'm like, I would go on walks for exercise. And yes. I, that's when I realized that I want to be my own best friend. I want to be a good wife to my mm -hmm. husband. I want to be a good mother. I want to be a good daughter. Like sometimes mm -hmm. the tools that you talk about teach me how to interact with everyone that I come everyone. into contact with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the, the pandemic really served a lot of people. It really did. It opened the doors for us to look at ourselves. And now people are saying, I don't want that life that I had before yeah. the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I want something different, but they don't know how to get that something different. And that's what this kind of th therapy provides. It's let's, let's talk about it. Let's step into it. Let's become mindful. Let's understand that there's something greater than ourselves. You know, quantum physics, there's energy all around us, right? So it's also about energy and how we move it and use it. And, and just, you know, we can be better. Just no one ever said that. No one, no, no one told us. As a matter of fact, we were all taught how to look at what's going wrong in our lives and try to fix it as opposed to look at what's going right in our lives and celebrate it. Very we true. didn't celebrate. No. Mm -hmm. We were just what work, 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 work. Right. And then we were tired and we were cranky and we were angry. Right. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. the pandemic hit and then it was like, oh, wow. Yeah. No, if you're telling me that I got to go to work and I got to do all this and all of a sudden 
no, stay home. It's like, so what the fuck was I doing for all these years? Yeah, that's what... mm -hmm. And and now you tell me we could just shut shit down and it's not a big deal. Shit's just going to go back. So, like, I think it it really made you a point to genuflect and say, well, I don't know if it's worth it. I'd rather be happy. That's exactly... You know, than worry about whether or not my boss is going to be bad if I got the report in on time. You know, it's just... People were leaving their jobs by very high numbers. It was like the great exit. Exit, exit. I want to do something else because I really think that nobody knew if we were all going to die. We really didn't. We really did not know. And so, especially early on, early on was scary, right? So, so it's almost like I, I want to have a more balanced life. People were now seeing their children and having dinner with their children. They were walking in families. I remember seeing families walking in groups. Mm -hmm. Like you never saw that before. I know. I loved that. I thought that was so amazing. Um, It's like a big quality of life thing. Like when I was a kid, mm-hmm. my parents and my aunts and uncles, mm-hmm. it was like when simpler times, uh, we, you know, we all lived closer together mm-hmm. and now it's all nuclear families. So it's like mm-hmm. when I would see a family out on a walk, I would just be like, like just my heart would light up. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's the, best, the best thing. So now everybody's trying to become the best version of self. They know they can be better. Well, you guys, we have a big announcement to make. On May 19th, mm-hmm. Dr. Donna, you are having a retreat. Will you describe what it is? Yes. Okay. So on May 19th to the 21st at the Waldorf Astoria in Beverly Hills, we're having a women's eudaimonia retreat. It is for single women. Okay, it really originated because people coming out of the pandemic really didn't know what they were going to do about dating. So we put it together for women. And Mercedes, you said, oh, I want to do that, too. Right. Yes. And so you're going to be presenting. You're going to be presenting. Um, It's a weekend. Uh, As a matter of fact, Jeff and the Chumps will be there May 19th, Friday night for the meet and greet. Oh so and, and you know what? It's great because these I look at this as men supporting women in becoming or walking into their greatness. And it's and it's wonderful. So they'll be there to do a, a nice little talk icebreakers. about an icebreaker. Get It'll be lots of other. fun. Yeah. Uh, so that's on Friday night. And then Saturday and Sunday, we're going to have breakout sessions. We're going to talk about different things. As a matter of fact, Mercedes, you're going to be talking about the profile. Uh, yes. yes. So, I mean, Tommy and I kind of like to brag about the fact that we're a success story from meeting on a dating app, specifically yes. Tinder. Uh-huh. But, um, a I, fuck app. That was a, <laughs> that was a dating app. It was a fuck app. Uh-huh. Uh, I just uh-huh. let that shit slide. Yeah, even though it's like okay. so inappropriate. Well, the thing is, Tommy, that I was telling Dr. Donna, I see so many of my girlfriends, the single ones that have these ratchet profiles with terrible pictures, with a terrible bio. They lie on their bios. They say all these things that just really is bad advertising, false advertising. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I was saying your dating profile is your storefront. It is where people Mm -hmm. who are window shopping will stop and pause and want to look at your profile. You're Mm -hmm. the mannequin in the window and say, hey, I want to go in this store Mm -hmm. as opposed to let's just cross the street and walk away or (laughs) run away. But using your same analogy, you also there's a reason there's a law. It's illegal to false advertise. And a lot of these women on these dating apps are false advertising. Well, 50%, I, I talk to a lot of men, 50% of what they're seeing is a misrepresentation of the woman. 100%. Uh, somebody told me, a woman told me that there was a guy who actually put out, if we, if we meet up and you are not 
what is represented in your pictures. I'm leaving. You're, you're buying drinks. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I yeah. was just like, yes. Yeah. You know, 50%. I've had men that said to me, I walked by the woman three times, didn't even know it was it her. Was her. Yeah. And, and I find that so mean. Like, why are you doing, do you think you're going to get a good reaction from him when no. you sit down with him? No. You're not. Well, do you think you look like that? And if that said... You know what I mean? If you, if, they, if you feel like you have to make this different look of you, then now you think you really look like that. And it's like, that's not that's not you, girl. You know and, what I mean? And you know what? Women are beautiful, Mercedes. Yeah. They, all sizes, all ages, all shapes. Did you ever see somebody that was so beautiful, and then they opened their mouth and they became ugly? Oh, sure. Okay. Absolutely. Happens what about the, the person who was not aesthetically pleasing to the eye? Yeah, and it's hilarious. Open, says, open yeah. their mouth, and you're like, I am in love with this person. Yeah, they okay. yes, absolutely. So, so it's, an, it's the idea of gathering these women and saying, you are beautiful, and we're going to step into your greatness, and we're going to advertise that you're going to learn how to actually fall in love with yourself. Because the bottom line is, if you're not in love with yourself, why should somebody else fall in love with you? And 100%. in their defense, mm -hmm. it's tough, because I'm sure there's an inferiority that comes into mm -hmm. it when it's like, uh, my picture doesn't look, it's not going to look as good as her picture. Mm -hmm. And there is a window shopping element to it for a guy where he doesn't give a shit what your favorite color is. You know, he's just yeah. looking at, oh, wow, she's hot. Oh, well, she's hot. But then maybe so that guy is not for that woman. I agree. Right? I agree. If we could all think on that level, yes. Mm -hmm. But I think when you're making your profiles and you're doing this, I think that it's easier said than done to have that. But I agree with you. And it's core, you're right. But I just don't know in real time if that's how like when she's doing when she's making her app or when he's looking at girls mm -hmm. especially when he thinks they're all full of shit you know what I mean? Well, like, see, oh, that's oh, the problem. Yeah. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that is part of the problem and it's this retreat is not just about how do we date it's about how do we become the best version of ourselves and we will attract the best version of not only our perfect partner but business partners mm -hmm. okay yes. go ahead so I was just going to add that Moving past the picture, like the picture is the storefront, which we have really specific ideas and examples to help people mm -hmm. create their profile yes. and how to pick the pictures and yes. why and who should help you pick the pictures. Mm -hmm. And beyond that, once you meet the boundaries that you should set when you're dating, the value system, mm -hmm. the sometimes the lies we tell ourselves when we first meet somebody and we're so focused on making the guy like us that we don't even find out if we like the guy. So, so true. Yeah. So, so there's true. so many things like you were saying about self-doubt or being insecure, but I want to focus on the self-confidence that comes to the, that cream the that cream rises. that rises to the top mm -hmm. be the self-confidence and yes. the things that we are a trophy. And you know, when you meet, like I have a tendency to, when I meet someone, I'm kind of a people pleaser. So I'll kind of be like, mm -hmm. you know, just kind of agree with you. Mm -hmm. But inside when I come home, I want specific checklists. Did this guy meet my criteria? Yes. Because I could so easily fall into this trap of like, I went out on a date and I'm so focused on knowing if you're going to ask me on a second date that I might even know if I should want you to ask me for a second date. It's it's so true. It's so true. And I think we're, I think men, I talk to a lot of men and I'm like, well, what makes you like this person? They don't say she's pretty or she weighs 130 pounds or anything. They always come back and say it was her confidence. Mm -hmm. She yes. was so confident. Yes. And, and women don't understand that. 
You know, right. where, you know, guys, I'm sorry, Tommy, but guys think they're so beautiful. They really do. <laughs> they go out with women and they, they, they could be doing the dumbest shit. And you know what? They get in the car and they call up their friends and go, she wants me. Well, she I, wants me. I listen. I think that that's <laughs> oh, yeah. There's an element where the tides turn now in the guy's favor that wasn't there in the past with us on with online dating and with the apps. Yeah. What do you mean? The guy could have a lot going on, but he might not have the confidence to go up to that pretty girl in in the bar. And you know, now if he's got it all going on, he got the pick of the litter. You know, he gets to sit there and swipe, 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 mm-hmm. and he goes out on a date and nah. I'm going to go, you know what I mean? I'm going to keep looking. Yeah. I'm going to keep yeah, looking. I'm going to keep looking. Like, you know, she's really got to knock my socks off. Like I said, I make six figures a year. I got a great job. I got all my teeth. I got a nice car. I <laughs> He's got, got all his teeth. It's important you know when I mean? you have your, all your teeth. Yeah, and you also know? to have a car and a job. Yeah. <laughs> teeth, but, car, and a job. You're yes. good. Bare minimum. <laughs> but, but the guy thinks it's more than a bare minimum. You know, because yeah, one yeah. of his friends might not have all his teeth. And one of his friends might oh. be unemployed. It's like, if I, me and and again. The, the homeless and but the friend, the friend that he's talking about, might have always, you know, in the past, been the guy to get the girl because he's good looking and mm-hmm. he works out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he's he takes a good, you know, topless pic in the, in the bathroom. But now there's more to it. It's given the guy a little bit more control that he probably never had before. And uh, you know, so some of the girls that, you know, in the past who might have been a hot commodity now feel like they need to be like gorgeous. You know, because yeah. they, their personality is well, not going to come across let me tell on you, that screen swipe. Let me tell you something, Tommy. These men that you're talking about, they can do that shopping around and think that when they meet a good person that they're going to keep dating to meet someone more gorgeous. The reality is it's an attraction, laws of attraction. It's an energy and they, if that guy isn't ready to settle down because he needs to go have some more surface dates and be superficial, he's going to get there. He's going to finally realize it's going to dawn on him. It's not about five or 10 or 20 gorgeous girls wanted to date me, you know, just like I, me. I think it's easier said than done for people that are over, let's call it 35. You know what I mean, but for the the, the okay, younger well, generation, your these 20s, kids then you shouldn't are be. just cycling through. You okay. know, they don't. Well, if you're talking about kids, it's it's different. Also, too, online dating is very inorganic. Yeah, you know, because you could go on a lot of dates, but let's face it, there has to be chemistry there. Yes, right. you know, the so connection. that's why I think you know zooming with somebody saves that couple a lot of time because. In a Zoom, you're either you're going to feel the other person's energy. For sure. You know, you're going to see the other person, which I think knocks out all those people that are misrepresenting themselves. For sure. Right. And if somebody doesn't want to go on a Zoom, it always it cracks me up. I don't know how to do Zoom. We went through a pandemic. You know how to <laughs> yeah. do Zoom. Yeah. Everybody knows how to do Zoom. So you're lying or you're trying to hide something or you know what? You just told me that I'm or not wasting Or you're a dumb me. fuck. Yeah. I probably don't want to go out with you either. There you, you go. Know what I mean? yeah, like, there you yeah, go. Man, I'm good. You know? I'm but, good. but I think that... I think that women need to understand that it is about energy, it is about confidence, and, you know, it's about being the best version of you. Yes. Then we talk about the other things. I do like the idea of the Zoom, because even with the the Zoom, she's not going to get, like when you go meet her in the bar, she's going to get real dialed up for the date, right? On the Zoom, that's not going to happen, you know what I mean? Well, it may. I think you're weird. I would think you were weird. weird. You know what I, I mean? Like if you get all fucking dialed up to get on a conversation with me for 10 what? minutes. What? I just came from a meeting. Yeah, I'm going yeah, to a gala yeah, after this. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something about women. Yeah. Okay. 
They're going to look good when that Zoom call. No, comes they're in. looking yeah. good. With good light too. But, oh yeah. Yeah, Filter. but there, there's yeah. a difference <laughs> totally. between that and between like date you. In my opinion, I just feel like, and if there's not, then again, that, as a man, I'm telling mm-hmm. you, that would turn me off. I'd okay. be like, ah. Well, I would tell you. Hold on, I would tell you. I'd be like, hey, babe, um, or you know, I don't know you, so <laughs> I'd say. Hey, Tommy, I'm about to go to a gala, so I... <laughs> Let's have our Zoom now. I'm, I'm on my way Free to the gala. Oscars. Let's have, yes. <laughs> I Free just gala. came home from my cousin's... Wedding. Yeah. Yes, I just came home from my cousin's <laughs> no, Oh, listen, wedding. there's a certain element to, like, if, if you come just... I, I just came home from work, and you look great. It's like, oh, wow, she must look great all the time. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is yeah. an element We have a lot of, of tricks up our sleeve, honey. Yes, yeah. we do. You we gotta do. wake up pretty Devious, <laughs> devious bitches. But, you know, there's more to it than these things that mm-hmm. I think... No offense, but it's a little superficial on your end. We're talking about connecting. No, I think the guys are also I'm, superficial now. That's what these apps have done. Well, I was just listening to uh, sport. I listened to a lot of sports radio. You don't say. And they were talking about this exact conversation. Mm-hmm. That they, you know, three of the guys there, one of them's married. Mm-hmm. Well, the two hosts are married and their interns are all single. And the, the interns are all on a dating app. Mm-hmm. And they said, I got the pick of the litter now, man. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but if you're 20. Just, yeah, if you're 20 and you're not ready not, to. But they're not 20. Okay. If they're, you're, they're, they're one, one of them's in his 30s. The other one's probably late 20s. And the other one, Al Dukes, is probably the oldest one. He's like 50. And he's on a dating app. What but I'm he's saying. like, for the first time in my life. But again, they also have good jobs. They have a cool job. Yeah, so that yes. was the other thing that they were uh, talking about. But also, too, do they, but also, too, are they looking for a long-term relationship? Exactly. Or are they looking just to have somebody to go out to dinner with? And this goes for both males and females. Right. Not just males. Right. But, but see, that's where this retreat is so good because people have to get real with themselves. Women have to get real with themselves. You said something very interesting, like people pleasers. Mm-hmm. You know, if a woman wants a long-term relationship and she goes to dinner... With the guy, and the guy says, "What are you looking for?" She she hedges. Remember, I said she doesn't go through the front door. What are you looking for? Right, yeah, yeah, it's like so. If he says, "Whatever oh, well, you're I just, looking yeah, for," yeah, no, but it should. But the answer should be, "I'm looking for a long term relationship." Yes, right. So a this is about connection. getting getting real. For. Now there are men. There are men that are looking for long term relationships as well. They're not all dogs, right? They're really not. I know a lot of men yeah. that, that are saying to me that, you know, these women are misrepresenting themselves. I've gone out a lot. I really want, you know, to meet somebody. And, you know, my, even my son, like with, you know, the, my son, the, you said he's so hot, <laughs> but he can't meet anybody of substance. I said, you know what? Put your kids in soccer mm-hmm. and go find a soccer mom. Mm-hmm. If that's if that's what you're looking that's for, right. right? That's smart. You know that it is right. Yeah, yeah. It's not for everybody. They're you know, not for everybody. It is inorganic. You know the question is how else? Yeah. You know if you don't have little kids to put into a soccer kid soccer nap thing, one. They, well, you could <laughs> nieces, nephews. Yeah. You know, no, but but how do they how do they do that? So right now it's really the only way to do that. But I will tell you, people of quality, real not to say that people on dating sites are not of quality because there are a lot that are very quality people. But there's a lot of people that are so against it. And it's a shame because they're really good people, you know? Yes. But let's, let's face it. We believe in energy, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, there's a stigma you- that they've attached to it. That doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily mean it's true or it's there, right. but psychologically they've attached it to it for whatever reason. So it just makes it difficult for them to, you know, come out of their comfort zone. Yeah. So, but I mean, I, I really believe that you're going to meet who you're supposed to meet exactly when you're supposed to meet them, whether you're on a dating site or not. But it's a way to get out of the house. It's a way to meet people. It's entertainment as long as you're doing it safely. Right. Um, yes. you, you can get a lot from it. I was going to add a couple of things. 
Some of us, we're not ready to get out there. This is workshop true. is supposed mm-hmm. to be about helping you get the courage to yep. get out there. That's right. So whether you're talking about specifics of being in a bar or being on an app, mm-hmm. sometimes we women need to be connecting with ourselves, the idea of seeing ourselves naked, sharing mm-hmm. it with another person, mm-hmm. you know, all of the A to Z about building yourself from the inside so that mm-hmm. you can even get on an app or walk up to somebody that you mm-hmm. want to and maintain eye contact. How mm-hmm. often do you make eye contact and then you look away so after true. a second? So Because true. you're shy. Like all of that stuff yes. is stuff that's going on inside of you. Mm-hmm. Even And I always talk about how taking a long shower is the best thing that a woman can do or man can do for themselves because that is when it's a form of like making love to yourself. Like I say, if you don't like your arms, Mm -hmm. then spend more time on your arms with like your favorite body scrub in -hmm. the shower. Mm -hmm. So like, these are all the things that like I do on a daily basis, but I'm talking about like, what about when you want to get on an app and start putting yourself out there and you know that's, that's right. going to lead to intimacy mm-hmm. possibly mm-hmm. if you're lucky enough to mm-hmm. connect with someone that's meaningful and how do you navigate the road so that you can have a meaningful long lasting relationship but it's so true too it's i'm sorry no you got it it's so true too because then also too women okay so i went on the date i like him or her whatever you know their preferences now what do i do Right. Now, what do I do? How do I know I'm not being lied to? How do I know I'm not being tricked? Mm-hmm. How do I know this is for real? And and th- so now we go into the insecurity. And then all of a sudden, your wounded inner child shows up, right? right? And your wounded inner child is freaking out. And then you sabotage it, mm-hmm. right? And then you come, come to me and you go, like, I don't know what happened, right? Yeah. So that's what this retreat is about, is to understand what's going on inside your head. Right. When you One of my girlfriends came back from a date and was like, when is he going to call me? When is he going to call me? When is he going to text me? And I was like, chill out. <laughs> Let's talk about what things we're going to do to calm mm-hmm. ourselves down. Good. It's only been one date. You <laughs> still have to get to know each other. Keep mm-hmm. your eyes wide open to make mm-hmm. sure that you're not coloring him with the wrong, you know, crayon mm-hmm. that doesn't exist. Because mm-hmm. another one of our friends had a breakup and she feels like she was lied to for the duration mm-hmm. of the relationship. And I just wanted to say, how much of that did you do by wanting to believe that he was someone that he wasn't? Yeah, where, where are the red flags? Are you ignoring the red flags? Right. Yeah. Because a lot of times in as, you, as they're looking at it, they're like, well, I should have known it when he said this. I should have known it when he did that. Mm-hmm. You know, so you're right. I should have known the red- it when he said, let's go Dutch on Valentine's Day. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's, you know. Yeah. yeah, thank God you You know, and some, especially now, people, women, you know, yeah. do, when do I pay? So, like. You know, oh, that's a good how one. many dates do I go on before I have to have sex? Okay, you don't ever have to have sex. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no have to. Mm-hmm. But where are we with that? And mm-hmm. so the, there, there's a lot of confusion. And well, also know, don't, and if, you're, and if you're the type of woman mm-hmm. that doesn't ever want to reach into her pocket, then mm-hmm. don't accept going Dutch ever. Because if you're just doing it because you're in the first five dates and then later on down the road, you're going to say that's unacceptable, then don't do it in the beginning. That's right. Be honest, straight up. Yeah. Again, outside of the apps, I think that we also, you know, we live in a time that it's real. There's so much stuff out there. Like if you have interests, you could go into a Facebook group and 
just look for, you know, try and connect there. You know what I mean? Like you're there in the pottery, take a pottery class. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a lot of things out there now that you could go and you could do, and you might find your guy there, or you yeah, might find you the can have the confidence there. to. I, I can have the confidence, but at least from, you're doing something you like. You know what I mean? And you yeah. don't have to necessarily do something that he likes, or you think that men like. Oh, I could go catch a man in a fishing class. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's like, listen, I like this thing. Maybe I'll go to sign up or do something, and you know, maybe you find a guy there, and if he's there. He likes that shit too. Yeah, you, know? you can apply it. The, the whole point is that you can apply what you learn in every area of your life, yeah, that in wasn't your a, business. That wasn't around 30 years ago. Yep. I'm not saying the pottery classes didn't exist, but it wasn't as prevalent to go do that. Like, really, nowadays, anything that you have an interest in, there's someone else or there's a group online that has that same interest and you could go find that as opposed to just going on an app if you feel uncomfortable with an app because i get it what if i had the confidence to go up to someone in the place i consider the most awkward or uncomfortable like let's say a grocery store mm -hmm. most people are kind of you know trying to get what they need and mm -hmm. go home mm -hmm. they're probably hungry they probably yeah. want to eat dinner it used to be a good <laughs> spot that used to yeah. be a, a where but, a lot of people met were right. grocery stores but if i feel my most touch my eggplant. Ew, <laughs> gosh, uh, firm. But if I feel my most confident, badass mm -hmm. version of myself, mm -hmm. I'm gonna come up to you. I'm gonna have the confidence to say hello. That's right. Strike up a conversation. Yes. Get past my fear. That's right. That debilitating fear that's mm -hmm. just keeping us boxed in from living our best mm -hmm. lives. And like. Who cares? By the way, I didn't ask you to marry me yeah, on you just said hi. the kiss cam. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying hi. Mm -hmm. And maybe I'll just say, this is something I actually, one of my girlfriends and I were at the Baja Cantina down the street, the Sagebrush Cantina down mm -hmm. the street. Mm -hmm. And I just like looked at his shoes and I gave him a compliment on his like Nikes, for instance. I'm looking at Tommy. Mm -hmm. And no skin off my back. I just told you you had nice fucking shoes. No big deal. But it's no, good practice. It is good practice. And also, to you mentioned something something else. Eye contact. Right. We don't make eye contact. And men and women do this. You'll go to a place like the cantina, and you'll be sitting at the bar. And what you should be doing is looking around, smiling. But no, you feel uncomfortable, so now so you look at your, your phone. phone okay, mm -hmm. so now what you're telling everybody is, I have no interest in meeting anyone. Don't approach me. Yes. Mm -hmm. Which is not really what you want. No. And as a man, yep. I'm letting you know as a man, it's a very, di like, there are some guys where it's nothing. It's like water off a duck's ass. But for some guys to go up to a girl that mm -hmm. he finds attractive is a very, very difficult step. It's one of those things where they're really stepping out of their comfort zone to do that. Mm -hmm. So if you throw up that phone roadblock, He's not walking over there. Oh, dude. he's going to take he's that not. roadblock. Yeah, for sure. he's, he's not doing it. Mm -hmm. He's not. You know, he's going to be like, oh, she, you know. Yeah. So that's, yes. If you're out there and that's what your intent is to be hit on, put mm -hmm. the fucking phone in your pocket, dude. But also, too, a lot of women, and I, I was one of these women, if I was walking and a man smiled at me, my head went down. Mm -hmm, and I too. had to realize that I do that because what did I just signal to him? Nope. Don't bother me. Nope. Nope. Okay. When in fact, that's not what I want. So it was work to keep my head up and mm -hmm. smile back yep. because I was embarrassed, shy, shy. It's and a lot, of, a lot of people will pick up shyness as your bitch. 
Yeah. Oh, when, yeah. When in fact, no, I'm just, I don't know what to do with myself totally. right now. Yeah. Totally. This is a different, mm-hmm. difficult time yep. for, for men. And yep. that's like the gym would be a place for a long time where you maybe yeah. you would meet someone. But now if like they're filming them and like you come, it's like, I don't need your help. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, why all men have to sexualize me? And it's like, oh, you know, the guy, he's just doing instinctively what he's all, what men have always done. So now like they're a little bit in retreat, you know, so men don't know what to do. Like it, the the system is the same. You know you're I mean? you're absolutely right. A lot of men don't know what to do. Um, and all women have to do is smile. Yes. Just smile. What that does, it's very welcoming. It makes people feel safe. Being in real estate, I want to do that with everybody that I come into yes, contact with. Yes, of course. And it's not because I want to marry you. It's also because I want you to remember me. I want to be memorable. I'm building my brand. I'm building mm-hmm. my business. I'm building my relationships. And the way that the more that I learn how important that is, is how you show up in a big room with a bunch of other real estate agents. Yeah. It's like, well, how am I going to stand apart? How am I going to set myself apart? Because we're all sitting here in the same room, mm-hmm. all trying to get the same thing. We all want to be productive. We want to mm-hmm. be successful. We want to close deals. And we know that the number one thing I hear is in order to win someone over as the client, mm-hmm. it's that relationship. It's mm-hmm. that it's, connection. It's, Somebody's mm-hmm. choosing to do to sell their house with me because they connected with me. They think she's the one that's going to represent me. She's going to, she's going to know how to do it all. So that's what we're doing in life. That's why I love the things that you teach us Mm -hmm. and this retreat. I'm so excited about (laughs) it because it's going to be such a dynamic group of alpha females, right? I'm just excited to get her out of the house for fucking three days. (laughs) (laughs) Well, me too, honey. He'll probably show up. Will you come? Maybe you can come to the uh, happy hour. Opening day is uh, uh, Met start pretty soon. I'm good. Uh, Well, this is May 19th through the 21st. Yeah, you ain't got a shot. You ain't got a shot. You ain't got a shot. Oh, my goodness. Well, I'm really excited about it. We're going to talk about it in um, upcoming episodes. And can you tell everyone how to get to your website. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so there's two websites. There's one, it's eudaimoniatherapy.com. I know it's a hard word to spell. It's E-U-D-A-I-M-O-N-I-A therapy.com. Or the easier one is the realdrdonnad.com. And then you're going to look for events. But don't go to drdonnad.com because you'll get an Asian porno site. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to go to the real doctor. <laughs> oh, my God. Everybody has been there just to look. Yeah. The real Um And, you know, uh, just go. There. It's going to be great. It's just going to be great. We have so many things going on. And I know, Mercedes, your presentation is going to be... I can't off, wait. Off the hook. Yep. I can't wait. Mm-hmm. Good. And remember, the last thing I'll say before we move on is that small world mentality. So we've got like so many fun things to just yes. dive into. Yes. Yes. So should we go through the questions that the people wrote in on Instagram? I sure. Did we go to anywhere else for photo uh, for questions? Because we have. No, you posted them. We have a big. Yes, I did. We have a big Q&A today. All of the people that sent in questions for Dr. Donna, we're sorry we didn't get to all of them, but I think the ones we have are 
so relatable. I was like, all of these women, mm-hmm. they, they feel me. They go, <laughs> they know my pain. <laughs> I consider myself a newlywed, even if I've been, we've been married for more than two years. Is that how long you're considered a newlywed? I don't even know. I, I mean, I don't know what the, I don't know what the, the cutoff is. Well, um, let's, I just know it feels like an eternity. Even though, <laughs> even though we've been married, even though we've been married for a few years, I still want it to be fresh and mm-hmm. I want him to obviously say I would still make this decision today. I ask myself the same question, like, mm-hmm. would you, you know, still marry each other. And that's why I always want to learn how to communicate mm-hmm. better mm-hmm. because life isn't getting any easier. No, it's not. And a lot of people say that after you get married, people change. People don't change. Expectations change. Circumstances after, change. Yes. Too. And and if something's bothering you before you get married, it's not getting better after you get married. Yeah. It's getting worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, oh, yeah. So you need to know that. You need to... Getting get, exponentially worse. Yes. Because yes. before you kind of just threw it in a closet, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You yeah. didn't deal with it. Yeah. Now it came, out, it came out of the closet, it's in your face, and it's there walking around all day long. It's because of expectations. Yes. Now that we're married, I expect you to be okay with me now. Yes. Watching the Laker game every single night. Yeah. I, you know, we're married now. I expect you to know that I love sports. Mm-hmm. Yes. Right? So the expectations change. The people don't change. Right. Yes. And, okay, so I'm going to dive into the first question. Dr. Donna, how do I connect with my husband when he's checked out after a long day at work every day? Okay, so... Men and women process not only information, but process their lives differently. If your man is coming home and he's checked out, he's exhausted, you have to give him a minute. A lot of men will complain, like, I put one foot in the door, and there she was. You know what happened? We have ants, and, you know, these kids are driving me crazy, and your mother called. I can't stand that bitch. Now, he's like... Whoa, I didn't get I my second, the car. I, I, didn't, I didn't get my other leg yeah. in the door. Yeah. So relax. Let him come in and relax. And then now, men, you can't just shut down and say I'm going to bed because she wants to talk to you. She's married to you because she likes you. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. So I think that you need to learn how to communicate. Women need to know that you, you don't bump, you know, don't let him come in and all of a sudden you're all over him. Give him a minute. Make sure that he's eating something, right? Um, and and then say, can we talk? I would totally, I was guilty of that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when Tommy would come home, I would just dump all of my, like anything that stressed me out. Mm-hmm. I would just say like, like, ugh. first of all, no, I would like look at him and I would roll my eye, eye roll. It's like like you're a coming up for a second job. You know what I mean? You just get off the one job and now you come in and it's like, like you said, it's like she she's been bursting with anticipation for you to walk so through the like, door. Say to just something. Hit, yeah, to, to this, 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 and this. It's just like, whoa. But bro. then I realized when was the last time that Tommy came home and I actually stopped what I was doing, put whatever it was down, and walked over and looked at him in the eye, and I was like, hey, can I have a hug? Mm-hmm. How's your day? How are you? Mm-hmm. Like basic stuff. Yeah, you know, so... But men will also have to understand, too, that women are waiting to talk to you. Yeah. They Remember, women talk. That's how they process. Okay? Mm-hmm. So they want to talk to you. They like you. They want to share with you. You're their person. Oh, you take her cousin Zeba, for example. She's Shout been at home with, with, <laughs> with two kids all day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And dealing with all that, like that craziness. Mm-hmm. They're looking for another fucking adult 
to speak to exactly. and mm-hmm. have a conversation with. And like her husband hasn't had to deal with any of the shit that's been going on. Mm-hmm. You know, he's had his own shit. He has his business. Yeah. Right. So he, he has a storefront, speaking of the storefronts, <laughs> that he's basically there like 10 plus hours every day. Yeah. Sometimes longer. So yeah. sometimes it's just, you know, worlds collide. You know, you know? The, the thing too with couples, you have to go on dates. Yeah. You know, when you're when you get married, you always all of a sudden get caught up in the kids and and the bills and everything and you you don't go on a date. I've had couples that come and see me and I say, "When was the last time that you've been out on a date?" and they look at each other and they laugh, not because it's funny. It's so sad that they can't remember the last time that they had dinner together. And you know what? A husband and a wife going out to dinner is different than a husband and wife going on a date. Mm-hmm. A date is you call up your spouse and say, "Hey, you want to meet me for a drink?" Mm-hmm. That's a date. You know, a husband and wife going to dinner, that's nothing. You just go to dinner. Wow. When was the last time you got dressed to impress the other person and went out on a date? I actually just read a book, Make Shit Happen by Sean Whalen, which is very good. And it's like directed at men. Uh-huh. And one of his, he talks about that, that it's mm-hmm. very important to go on dates. Absolutely. But he had, he's been divorced and, you know, he does, you know, with his... His new wife, it's something that they do. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, and he I don't probably disagree. knows that he didn't implement those things in his first marriage. Yeah, something mm-hmm. that, that he, you know, and wasn't his responsibility, her response, just something that didn't, didn't, you know, metastasize and it got worse. Yeah. And, you know, he says, son, you need to date your wife. So, I, mm. it, that comes from both, that comes from both sides you and yeah you know yeah 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 definitely well i can tell you that he's been implementing something from that book because he's texting me throughout the day yes. like random romantic well, that, things that was mm-hmm. one of the other things mm-hmm. he said to mm. do was to set an alarm or set alarms throughout the week mm-hmm. that will go off to tell you to text your wife that you love her and that you think that's about a great it. idea yeah another mm-hmm. one he had mm-hmm. was uh to get a thing of sticky notes. Yeah, like that's this. a very that's very old. The sticky note thing, yeah. and you leave them in the car. You leave them in the um, yeah. medicine places. cabinet. You yeah. leave them by the suitcase yeah. if they're yeah. out of town. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I I'm do not that doing so. that. Why I do not? that. I'm just, I'm just saying I haven't done that. Oh, okay, but you I'm will. Just, yeah, yeah, I do. I've done that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I'm just I, saying I, he I do, suggested though. that. I'm just saying I haven't, I haven't put that into play. Is all I'm saying. That's okay, babe. The other things that you're doing are great. Yeah. Well, I'm great. Okay, wait. Let's go into the next question. Okay. Oh, this one is hits so close to home. I'm a sports widow like MJ. I'm a supportive wife, but I don't think he sees it that way. Yeah. Okay. So we have the sports widows and um, know your man. Okay. The, now the best thing, but a lot of women don't like to do this. The best thing is to get in, involved in the sport that he's interested in. But if the woman really doesn't like sports, then you have to do something else. Again, if he wants to watch sports all day long, that's fine. But there has to be time cut out for her. Okay? So I'm going to watch the Laker game. I'm going to watch the, the whatever football game. And when we're done, we'll go out to dinner. See, there has to be attention given to her. Now, see, what happens a lot with these, these sports widows is that if the game doesn't go the way your spouse wants it to go, they're in a bad mood for the rest of the day or evening. Mm-hmm. That is so bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that doesn't, that's not me. That's, okay, that's so know, bad. I, when, when, f- uh, when football is on or mm-hmm. fantasy football, sometimes that could affect me because, again, fantasy football has money involved. And, like, mm-hmm. uh, you okay. can win mm-hmm. at the end of the yeah. year. You yeah. win, so sometimes that might piss me off. Mm-hmm. But baseball, which is really my true love, mm-hmm. you know, it's her, then my son, then it's the Mets. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Well, no, it's not. You ranked, you ranked it's, up there right on top. I don't believe him. It's the Mets, and then it's no, Shams. It's no, it's not. That's me first? No. But that's how she feels. She's expressing to you how she feels, and you're saying, no, that's not true. So now what you're doing is you're denying her an emotion, and that's not fair. Well, it, this is the way it's been in our relationships. Like, as you said, you know who you married, right? Yes. So this is how I've always been. I understand. So nothing's changed. Okay. I watch Met games. I understand. I watch them every, whenever they play. I sure, watch the Met game. Uh, of course. That's it. Okay. Okay. So does that hurt your feelings? Yes. It makes me feel like diminished, like marginalized. Okay. Okay. What did you hear her say? Don't uh, respond. Just tell me what you heard her say. That it makes her feel bad. Is that what you said? Yes. Wait, so now him watching the Mets game makes you feel bad? No, no. What about it makes you feel bad? No, the him saying that, like, I've always done this. This is always how it's been. This is our whole relationship. I, I don't want to change him watching the Mets. Mm -hmm. I just want the connection between us mm -hmm. to be, like, a little more honest. Like, I watch sports, and I am going to give you my full attention at some point. Like you were saying, to schedule that mm -hmm. time, just as much as you prioritize the sports, mm -hmm. I want to also feel prioritized at some point. Okay, so give me a minute. All right, remember, you'll make a statement, mm -hmm. then you'll make it again and again and again and again. His eyes glaze over. Okay, so <laughs> one sentence of what you want. He's, he's going to watch the Met game. I want you to... Don't use the word you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I respect your love for baseball. I, can't, I said the word your. Okay. You don't have to do that. You don't have to. That's like, setting please, him up. You oh, don't have to set him up. Okay. I want you to walk through the front door. Okay. Tell him what you want. After baseball, are we going to do something? Nope. Tell him what you want. You asked him. Oh, after baseball, I want to go out to dinner. What did you hear? Uh, after the game's over, we let's do something. No, that's not what you said. We'll go out to dinner. Okay. okay. Are you okay with that? Uh, sure. I mean, it depends when it is, though. You know what I mean? Like, some of these games will end at 9 o'clock at night. We got a kid. You know, it's mm -hmm. going to be difficult to do that. There's 162 Met games. Okay. You want to go out to uh, dinner every fucking night? You know what I mean? Wait, do you? Well, there's 162 Met games, so I would like to start <laughs> yeah. with that. The imbalance of the time with the game and the time that we have, the quality mm -hmm. time, mm -hmm is severely lopsided. Okay. I just want to point out, men are very literal. Okay. He heard, when you said, after a Met game, I want to go out to dinner, he heard, after every Met game, there's a hundred and something. That's not really what she said. She didn't say, right. after every Met game, I want to go out to dinner. Right. Well, she I said, don't. after the Met game, I want to go out to dinner. After, after a Met game, I want to go out to dinner. So Fine. ask her a question. Well, you, I, on, on Saturdays, I give her the day. Like with football, like that's, we do whatever you want to do. Okay. Whatever you want to do, we do. Is that Sun true? Sundays is, is football. I watch football. Okay, I got it. Saturdays, right. we do whatever you want. Okay, do you hear what she's saying? But uh, I, want to, I want you to get out of the weeds. You're yeah, in the weeds. I, I understand, but there's a two-part, you know, I don't go out. I don't go, like, hang out with the guys. I don't go out drinking. But you don't there's have to basketball. defend yourself. I, no, I feel I do, because, again, like but, I said, this is something that I've done since, she, since I'm I, 13. I know, but listen, you know? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. You don't have to defend yourself. I want you to stay out of the weeds, okay? The, she's, she's saying, after a Met game, I want to go out to dinner. Now, you have a question. Your question is, do you mean every, after every Met game? And let her answer. Just let her answer. You mean after every Met game? 
Answer. No. Well, be, now you need, see, he, he needs more specifics. I want quality time, whether it's right after a Met game or not. I want to feel prioritized as well. Okay. Do you know what that means when she says, I want to feel prioritized? Or do you need a little bit more detail? I think that, uh, I, you know, that can mean a lot coming from her. So, yeah, that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything in particular. Okay. What is she really asking you? She's asking you for attention. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's, that's so it. true. That's it. That's all she's asking for. Yeah. Okay. So th that's why I'm saying you, ha you have to separate the, the drama from the reality. The drama in, f in a few words, I need more attention, mm -hmm. especially during baseball season. Mm -hmm. That's it. We're done. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you've been watching, if you've been watching baseball since you were 10. It, that, do you see how that doesn't matter? What yeah. matters is she needs to have attention during baseball season. Yeah, but I also don't need to hear it. Like, I don't need to hear it in a fight that well, I watch well, the Mets so fucking much. Well, well, they're, they're fucking the Mets, and the, you're not, you don't work for the Mets, and you're not the sports. I, I, know, I don't need to hear it. I, know. I don't need to feel bad about it. I know. Because, again, it's something I love. I it's, it's one of the last links I have to my mother, okay. who was also a big Met fan. Okay. You know it's not, this is, that's how I feel. I know we've talked a lot about how she feels, but that's how I feel. I feel that, yo, I just like to watch the Met game. I do everything that she asked me. Mm -hmm. Like that list, write a list. Anything you need, I do. Mm -hmm. When is it my turn? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like when, is, when do I get the fucking, just leave me alone and watch the fucking Met game. Again, I'm not asking for a lot, dude. I'm not, I'm not you know, I'm not having an affair with my secretary. I'm not fucking <laughs> canoodling online with women. I'm not fucking going to the bars, having drinks. I'm sitting in the back fucking yard watching a Met game. That's it. Okay, but you didn't hear what she said. Yeah, no, she needs attention. I got it. Okay, so I what are we it. talking about? I How got many it. So okay. I, need to, I need that to be all right. I need that to be okay. I well, need that. she said that. She, I, said. she said it. I heard what she said. Yeah. I heard what she said. But saying and doing are two totally different fucking Well, things. see, that's the whole thing. That, you know, you're, you're now exploring a new area. She's not saying, don't ever watch another game. She's saying, I need attention. Okay. That's it. Yeah, you, okay. but you're not going to get the attention during the Met game. She's not asking you for it. Uh, come back during the Met games, Dr. Donna. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got into a really big blowout fight because during the Super Bowl, I asked if he would find this book, this kid's book. Mm -hmm. And I said to him in the wake of the fight when we were like actually hashing it out, because mm -hmm. he was saying like he's, it's, it's the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, but... I'm not telling you during a running, the balls being yeah, run no, by no, the quarterback, she, yeah, she during was, a commercial. Yes, it was during the commercial. No, no. They were going into the end Wait, zone. you have to let her finish. Okay. I'm saying, like, if I, if I ask you for something like the charcoal and the barbecue or mm -hmm. the book and the, and the whatever, it's just can you do it at some point, you know, not right this second. Like he was saying before with the chores. Yeah, but... It's, but you did a great thing when you when you made the list, and then he said, "I'll do it when I when I get to it." I think that's something that you both now know that that's the process that you need to go through, right? Right. Because there are so many football games and baseball games in a year, I don't want him to be off limits from doing anything from the duration of the entire game. If there's something like during a commercial, I'll get it. That should be on the table. It shouldn't be. Absolutely, I don't exist 
because it would be 300 days out of the year, no, it's not. if not more. Well, no, okay, not. So, but what this is, it's about a negotiation. You know how you do division of labor? You'll do this, you'll do this, you'll do this. You mm-hmm. have to get, this is a situation that you need to discuss and there needs to be a compromise. Now, what that compromise is, you don't get, you may not get to it today, but I think that both of you need to think, okay, what is it that I really want? And Mercedes, you have to be very specific, mm-hmm. okay? I understand that you like the game. Well, on the weekend, wait, and wait, wait. she's got to stick to it. You well, I mean? she could, like, she could say it, but then that could change. You know well, what I mean? It's, a, it's okay to change as long as there's a discussion about the change, right? Okay. It's, it's about a discussion. Remember, it's all about communicating. It's all yes. about communicating. Yes. You talk to people that have been married 60 years, something like that, and you ask them what, what's the secret, they'll say, well, actually, the guy usually says, I say yes, dear. Mm-hmm. But yeah. the truth of the matter is... I'm, a, it's I'm about, not that guy. No, no. Not at all. I know. It's, it's a joke. Yeah. Um, but the but truth it's not, is... Because I know a lot of guys like that. that just, you know, yes, yeah, dear. Yeah. Yes, dear. Yeah. She's the boss. And it's like, that's not me, dude. One of his triggers that's is not, that that's she wears you. the pants or yeah, happy yeah, wife, happy that. life yeah, gets on his man. nerves. That sounds like extortion yeah. to me. That sounds like if you don't... <laughs> I come from a neighborhood where like, yeah, that says that if you don't pay me, I'm going to come break your windows. Right. But you're going to pay me for protection. You know what I mean? What? Right, but the, but the the best way is by communicating. It's re, it's really about communicating, and this is what's hurting me. This is what I need, and either you can comply with that, or you need to negotiate. Right? Yes. It's all about you know everything. Look, everything's a negotiation. Marriage is you know communicating and negotiating. But it's also something I don't want to feel guilty about. Well, like for example, the Mets right now are in spring training. Mm-hmm. They've had Met games on every day. Mm. I haven't watched one. Mm-hmm. Because I I don't want to get into an argument about it, mm-hmm. but I feel like why? Well, you know you, what I mean. Like why can't you know? Because I've we've, we've been there, and it just well, she you, makes me feel bad about myself. She makes me feel like I'm a loser because I like to watch the Mets. Okay, well, so again, they've been playing. <laughs> they've been there for three weeks. Mm-hmm. Have you seen anything Mets? Have you heard me talk Mets? No, but you don't need to feel like a loser but because you enjoy how, baseball. Okay, but that's how you make me feel. I do not make you feel. Okay, that wait. Way. Let's let's go back to the but. But she's telling me like how let, I don't feel. Let, you know which what is I mean? what? Well, you both did it to each other. Yeah. But let let's talk about it this way. You are married. Yes. Okay. And unfortunately, if she's not a Met fan. That is going to interfere with the games you watch because you're married. Yes. Okay? If you want to watch every single Met game and every single basketball game and every single... Well, then, you know, you might not want to be married. But I don't. All right. But... And and again, this this isn't new. This isn't just dropped in the middle of... You know, this is from the day she fucking met me. This Mm -hmm. is how I've been. Well... And it's with the Mets and it's with football. But I used to be a big basketball fan. Lamar Odom's one of my good friends. I don't watch basketball anymore because that's too much sports. Remember when I said expectations change? Yeah. The expectation has changed and it requires a conversation. Mm. Okay. Okay. I think that the best thing in the world would be that we can have an understanding, a meeting of the minds about how this works so Mm -hmm. that he can watch baseball knowing that, hey, listen, by the way, I would enjoy a baseball game. I would enjoy watching baseball games, not as all of them, Mm -hmm. but only because I've got other things that in pursuits and things Mm -hmm. that I have to do. Sometimes I consider the time that he's watching a game would be a time that I'll be like nesting around the house. I'll be Mm -hmm. at home with the kid. We'll 
tidying up or doing stuff. But Mm -hmm. what I definitely don't want is for him to feel badly about watching something that he loves so much. So that's why you're going to negotiate new terms. Okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. Wow. You guys, we have to have you back, Dr. Donna. There I was... will definitely come back. And for those I that... will definitely come back because there's a lot of work here. That needs to be <laughs> yeah. And for yeah. those, uh, I, I fucked up. We, we, we actually had a lot more of this re- to talk about. You can see it all on YouTube and on, on a Patreon, but it's not... The it's first not all... hour was yeah, uh, There was another recording. hour. <laughs> there was another hour which delved a lot deeper. And I think that you, if, you're in a, if you're a couple in a relationship, you'd really want to see it because there was some good stuff there. All right. So thank you guys so much. Thank you so much, Dr. Donna. Thank you for having me. And yes, and... When are we going to have her back? I am already, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm having separation anxiety from Dr. <laughs> Donna already. I, I don't know. Oh my God. I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe Soon. sooner than Soon. sooner yes. than we hope. Yes. <laughs> All right, Thank guys. You. Thanks again, Dr. Donna. Thank, thank you guys for listening. And thank you everybody that donates the books. I appreciate you. All right. We will see you next week. See you next time. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. We're so happy you're coming on this journey with us. It would mean so much to us if you would rate our show, give us five stars, leave a nice comment, and subscribe so you can stay up to date with all our new episodes. If you go to our website, tillthedirtpodcast.com, you can sign up for our mailing list and also be sure to check out our merch. Follow us on all platforms at Till the Dirt Podcast and on YouTube at Till the Dirt with Tommy and MJ. See you next week, dirties. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.